business rock stars. Kelly Kennedy here. And today I wanted to introduce you to my business, Capital Business Development, where we don't just see businesses. We see your potential to change the world. We see your passion, your dedication, and drive to do something extraordinary. And we're here to help you bring that vision to life. At Capital Business Development, we understand that behind every business is a visionary, someone with the determination to make a difference. Whether you're a startup with a big idea or an established company aiming to expand your impact, we're here to support you every step of the way. Our mission goes beyond traditional business development. We're committed to nurturing your dreams and empowering you to achieve greatness. From strategic planning and networking to hands-on support and personalized coaching, we provide the tools and guidance you need to succeed. So if you're ready to transform your vision into reality, look no further than Capital Business Development. Visit us today at www.capitalbd.ca to learn more about how we can help you unleash your potential to change the world. Your dreams matter. Let's make them happen together. Thanks for listening. Let's get back to the show. Welcome back to the Business Development Podcast. You are listening to episode 15. And on today's episode we are going to chat about something that has been highly requested. We are talking about the anatomy of a meeting. Stay tuned. The great Mark Cuban once said, business happens over years and years. Value is measured in the total upside of a business relationship, not by how much you squeezed out in any one deal. And we couldn't agree more. This is the Business Development Podcast, based in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada, and broadcasting to the world. You'll get expert business development advice, tips and experiences, and you'll hear interviews with business owners, CEOs, and business development reps. You'll get actionable advice on how to grow business. Brought to you by Capital Business Development, capitalbd.ca. Let's do it. Welcome to the Business Development Podcast. And now your expert host, Kelly Kennedy. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Business Development Podcast. You are listening to episode 15. And on today's episode, we are going to be chatting about the anatomy of a meeting. Yes, it's been a minute. I know. I've been thinking about how to kind of go across this episode, kind of working my way up to it. It's been requested by a lot of you kind of asking like, hey, you've talked a lot about the business development aspect, the uh, the introduction calls, the follow-ups. But what do we do when we finally get the meeting? Well, today, I'm going to give you the meat and potatoes of it. Literally, it's a lunch joke. <laughs> Anyways, um, just wanted to start this episode out today by saying a big thank you to Paul Hola. Paul Hola is the president of Fluor Driver. He actually is also um, a client of Capital Business Development, and I have worked directly for them for a year, uh, providing business development support for Fluor Driver. And um, it was really a pleasure to have him on last week for the episode to chat about um, what it was like for him to come on for Fluor Driver, what it's like to work for such an amazing company. And um, I just want to say, Paul, you killed it. The feedback from your episode has been next level. Everybody loved it. And I just wanted to start this episode off today by saying thank you so much for coming on the show. It was uh, a pleasure and an honor. And uh, you're a great person to to work around and, um, and, to, and to just be around. So I just want to say thank you, Paul. Thanks again. All right, let's move forward today into the anatomy of a meeting. This one's kind of cool because all the work that we do as business development people is to take us to the meeting, right? 
But we don't always talk about, okay, we get there. There's a lot of things that can go wrong. There's a lot of steps to get us to an effective meeting. There's planning. There's all sorts of things. So today I'm going to break it down for you as to like what it might take for you to either to book a successful meeting or to work a successful meeting with your client and then to take it to a successful conclusion because that's what all of the effort that we work for is for. So let us move in today. What is the first thing? So we are going to make some assumptions today. Today, I'm assuming that you have done all the legwork. You've done all of your targeting. You've narrowed it down to the right people. Now you've You've essentially made a LinkedIn, a soft touch introduction. You've made a real introduction, maybe a phone call or an email, and they're interested and it is now time. So what do we got to do? Remember, we talked about this in other episodes. It is critical to ask for the meeting, okay? So you won't get anything if you don't ask for it. That is just like the rule of life. So if you want this meeting, remember, we have to ask for it. When we ask for it, and they accept, now we got to we got to get into some scheduling. So scheduling is always the first step of every meeting. And this is going to be different depending on what type of meeting you are booking. Obviously, I am a huge fan of in-person meetings whenever possible. I push for meetings at neutral locations, which is why lunches or coffees or meetings outside of both of your offices is usually ideal when you are trying to have that introduction meeting. Maybe you can have a Teams meeting or something at first to just kind of break the ice, really see if there's an opportunity there. But if you think there's an opportunity or you know there's an opportunity, it's always good to try to meet with the client at a neutral location. My suggestion is always take your client out for lunch. It's not really that expensive. It's a great informal way to meet somebody. And it's just a great way to connect with someone. So what do we got to do? So obviously, we've talked to our client. We've confirmed a time, a place, and a date. Remember this, people. We need a time, a place, and a date to meet somebody. So let's assume that you have managed to do that. You've set the date. And you know where you're going to meet this client for lunch, okay? We then we want to send a calendar invite. We It's modern day, guys. We have to send calendar invites. If you're not sending calendar invites for your meetings, you're just setting yourself up for failure, okay? So please hear me out on this one. Whenever you schedule a meeting with a client, make sure that you are sending a detailed calendar invite. What does a detailed calendar invite look like? A detailed calendar invite will have will be obviously to your client's email. It'll have the date, the time zone, also critical depending on where you're at, date, time zone, the location of the meeting, if it's going to be at a restaurant, you should have you should have the restaurant in the location setting for that uh, that calendar invite. And in your notes, you always want to have just a brief outline of what the meeting's for. So uh, you could say introductory meeting with whoever, um, meeting to chat about future or upcoming opportunities, meeting to get on the bid list or whatever your goal is or whatever the goal is for the client. And then you should always have the contact details for your client, which um, what I would suggest is have their cell number. So make sure you have the client name, cell number, put your name and the cell number before you send the client invite. Why is this? Because you want to be able to make it really easy. You want to be able to be, if you're at a meeting, you want to be able to go to one place quickly. If you got to text your client or you got to call them or they got to call you, they should just be able to go to the calendar invite to find that information. So make sure that in your notes section of your meeting that you are putting up-to-date information, contact information, and the reason for the meeting. Also, if you have any marketing material that is relevant to the meeting, it never hurts to add it. There's always a place in these uh, meeting invites in your Google calendars or whatever to attach a brochure. So 
If that's relevant to you, it does not hurt to attach a brochure, uh, especially if the meeting is going to be a little bit in the future, just to allow your client to have a little bit of material to work from. What is the next part? Okay, so we've done, we've sent the calendar invite, it's sent. Now you need to verify that the client has accepted your request, guys. Um, heck, I've made this mistake. Um, I still make this mistake from time to time where I forget to verify that my client has accepted the meeting, which is a total pain in the butt when you have other people that are also invited to the meeting. So please verify that your client has accepted the request. If after a day or two, they still haven't uh, accepted the request, just shoot a quick uh, reminder to say, hey, uh, just wanted to remind you to accept the meeting request. And then that way, if there's anything kind of going on, they can let you know, or if they just forgot, they can accept it. But they need to accept it too, or it does not send them the reminders that they need as well. This follows me up for reminders. Should you physically send a reminder? My opinion is no. I like the assumptive close. I've always been a big fan of the assumptive close. So the reason being is that if you have if you have booked a meeting with your client, they've accepted it, you've sent a calendar invite, they've accepted the calendar invite, in my opinion, that is the end of the conversation until the meeting day. Why? Maybe it's the sales guy and me from old time, but the more options you give your client to get an out, typically the more likely you're going to get an out, right? So um, it's up to you. I'm going to leave this completely up to you on whether or not you want to send a reminder before the meeting or not. That is, you know, your own personal preference. In my lifetime, in my in my experience, you are more likely to give them an opportunity to walk away from the meeting than you are to just get them to say, yeah, I can't wait. I'll see you tomorrow. So in my experience, once you have set the calendar date for the for the, the meeting, that should be your last conversation until the meeting itself. Okay. Um, plan any travel and schedule it. So like, let's assume that you were meeting in two towns over and it's going to take you an hour, an hour and a half to drive there. Make sure that you are planning that travel that, that you're seeing, okay, what is the length of time it's going to take me to get there? Plan appropriately and make sure you leave yourself time to spare. We should always be arriving a half hour before our meetings. Okay, guys, because we want a little bit of time to set, sit down, get settled, we want to be there before the client because you, it's always awkward if you're meeting them walking into the building and maybe you haven't even looked at what they look like yet. So that could be a super awkward experience. So in my opinion, all business development and meetings should be, you should be early. You should always be early. And my opinion is about a half hour early is really good because it gives you time to sit down, have a glass of water, review your notes, and then we move to the next stage. So you always want to uh, you want to text your client about 15 minutes before the meeting starts. And what you want to do is if you're at a restaurant, you want to tell them where you're sitting, what you're wearing, okay? Because you don't want your client to have to hunt for you. So you want them to be able to just walk into the restaurant, have a seat, and say, okay, I'm looking for John. He's wearing a red coat. He's in the far back corner of the lounge. Easy. Done. They're going to find you no problem. Hopefully, if you've done your homework right, you've also you've also looked them up on LinkedIn or on Google, and you have a good idea of what they look like, so that you can just give them a wave and say, "Hey, come on over. It's uh, it's great to see you." And uh, go from there. The next part is is that you want to make sure that you've done some research on your client and company guys. So really, really bad form to go into a meeting and know nothing. Okay, so. It's a really good habit to get into where what, what I would always suggest is read read a little bit about the client company that he works for. You should have a good idea of the about us, what they do, what their services are. You don't have to know them in detail. That's kind of the point of this meeting, right? But you should have a general idea of what this company does. And 
you should also review the background as best as you can as the person you're meeting with. Where do you do this? Well, depending on how important or popular popular they are, maybe they're maybe they're on Google. Maybe they're literally like that that famous or whatever. Who knows? And you can just pull them up on Google and you can read a good deal about their background. But a really great way for the average people, such as myself, is to just hop onto LinkedIn and look at their background, look at where they've worked. What is their history? What kind of schooling do they have? Have they worked in the trades? Whatever. Learn a little bit about them so that you're not going in completely blank. You should know at bare minimum, what LinkedIn knows about about this customer before you sit down with them. It's just it's just good practice, guys. You should know a little bit about these people before you sit down. It shows interest. It shows you care. And the whole point of a meeting is to create a relationship. And a good way to show you care is just to show that you've done some research on these people. LinkedIn and Google are great resources, guys. Don't hesitate to use them to, to find out a little bit of information about the people you're meeting with. And then we want to talk a little bit about the direction. So you always want to plan for the direction of the meeting. So, you know, I mean, going into a meeting without knowing what you want is really just setting yourself up for failure, right? You've worked so hard to get to these meeting stages. You know, you've done all the legwork, you've you've targeted this company, you've reached out to them, made all this connection. You need to know what your goal is because all this work can be for nothing if you don't know what your goal is. So you should always have your your preferred option, which, you know, if you're selling manpower services or you're selling products or something like that, maybe it's just to get on the vendor list. So if the prime goal is to get on the vendor list, great. If you can't get on the vendor list today, is there an alternative goal? Maybe you can set a follow-up meeting for, for another time. So always have a couple different options available. Have your best option and then your best alternate option if that option is not available. Give yourself a couple goals to work from. Um, it just allows you to direct the meeting. And our job as business development or our job is if we're marketing our own products and services is to kind of lead the direction. It's trying to trying to lead Mr. Client or Mrs. Client into the direction that we want them to go. And by having a goal that that allows you to kind of ask more pointed questions that will hopefully get you to the right place. Remember that we always want to ask for work Um, you want to be clear of what it is you're asking for. You remember, once again, this kind of goes back to you're not going to get what you don't ask for. So I'm just going to kind of rip through this again. Um, We've arrived 30 minutes early to our meeting. Okay, that's always what we want to do. We want to arrive 30 minutes early, get seated, grab a drink of water, review our notes, just get caught up. We want to text or email our client 15 minutes before the meeting of where we are sitting and what we are wearing to make it easy for them. We want to find a picture of our client on LinkedIn or the internet just so that we have a good idea what they look look like. Obviously, this is not always possible. Sometimes LinkedIn, they don't have their picture. Um, we do the best we can, guys. But if if you can find a picture, it's going to make your life a little bit easier and it's the right thing to do. When your client arrives, keep an eye out for them and give them a wave. It's just a kind thing to do. It, it saves them from having to look around and feel a little awkward. Make it as easy for our clients as we can. We want to greet them and then have a seat. And then I'm going to talk to you right now a little bit about how you might be feeling. <laughs> so depending on how you feel, whether this is kind of like your first foray into meetings or not, you might be getting pretty nervous at this moment. And um, I just want to speak to your nerves a little bit and let you know that it's okay. I, I also used to get incredibly nervous. I still, from time to time, get nervous during meetings. It is perfectly normal. I did talk about um, nerves in a previous episode here. 
And I just want to let you know before we kind of move on to the next steps here that if you're the t- if you're the kind of person who is nervous, starts to feel a little bit anxious, gets a little bit of maybe like stage fright or performance anxiety with regards to meetings or meeting new people, I want you to understand that you are normal. It's okay. Um, it gets better. What I've always found is that if you just power through these first like five to 10 minutes, you're going to feel a lot better. Make sure that um, that you have some water. Uh, water will help. Will It'll help your nerves a little bit. And make sure that if you are this kind of person, if you're the kind of person who gets incredibly nervous during meetings or like, you know, maybe you're new at it and um, you're not really sure how you're going to perform or how you're going to do, I want you to potentially cut out the coffee that morning, okay? I know like I'm, I love coffee. The first thing I do with my day is I get up and I have a cup of coffee, okay? I'm, I'm that person, but I want you to understand that if you were the kind of person who gets bad nerves in meetings, this is really, really, really going to hurt you, okay? So um, maybe if you are a little bit nervous, if you're nervous about this meeting, uh, just cut out the coffee that morning. Make sure that you're arriving 30 minutes early. Have some water. Understand that it's just another human you're meeting. It doesn't matter what position they're in. doesn't matter how powerful they are. They are as human as you and me. And uh, it can take a little bit sometimes to understand that. But remember that when they sit down and you start that conversation, maybe you're five, 10 minutes in and you get a laugh out of here or they laugh, you're going to feel a million, a million percentage points better. And um, the best thing to do is just to try to push through for those first five to 10 minutes. Maybe even don't feel don't feel like nervous about maybe just letting them know that you're feeling a little bit nervous. Just say it, it, it doesn't hurt to just say, hey, like, sorry, I'm just feeling a little bit nervous right now. And I think you'll find a lot of people say, you know what, you got nothing to worry about. Like, don't feel nervous about me. <laughs> so don't feel afraid to tell people how you're feeling. Sometimes that as well can uh, reduce reduce the nerves that you are feeling. Okay. Okay. Remember that when you sit down and you're first making those introductions with your client, don't get right into business, guys. Please, please, for me, don't get right into business. Okay. Nobody likes that. You know, the reality is we know why we're there, right? We know. We understand that if we're on the other side of this of this table and we're meeting with somebody, that they're they're they they have some reason to be there. They're they're trying to sell you something. Okay. What you need to do is think about it from this standpoint, okay? I your meeting, your lunch meeting may be the best thing in your client's day. I think in a lot of cases it is because it's a moment to just hang out, relax, and be human. And that's the whole goal, guys. The goal the goal is to relax, be human, create a human relationship. You know, heck, I would say some of my clients at this point in my life are legit friends. They're not just... It's not just about a relationship. I genuinely enjoy... I look forward to and can't wait to sit down with them to find out what's new in their life. Where where was their motorbike trip? Did they have a good hunting season? Like what what is exciting them right now? Are they going on vacation soon? Like I want to know about their life because I find them really exciting. I find what they do exciting and I can't wait genuinely just to sit down and have a one-on-one friendly conversation about their life. And that's what you should be aiming to get to. And I understand that in an initial meeting, this is hard. You don't know each other. You're building those connections, but trust me, you likely have something in common with your client, okay? You likely do. And so just ask them about how they're doing. Just say, hey, like, how was your week? Did anything exciting happen? And let them talk. Let them tell you. Let them tell you about their kids. Let them tell you about the motorbike trip they went on, or, you know, maybe they went to Disneyland. Who knows? But like, hear them out and relate to them and say, oh, that's awesome. You know, I we went to Mexico in October and that was great too, right? Like, just relate with your client, make that connection, build the connection. 
And then, you know, the business will come. That's my opinion. My opinion is the business will come. And that's my, that's my expert opinion. And it's happened every time. So don't be, don't be afraid. The business will come. You don't got to force it. It's going to come up. The key is, is to focus on finding common ground with your client. Find something to relate with them with, you know, be fun, be yourself. Because I guarantee you, you have a lot more to you than just your business. And remember too that when you do when you do start asking questions that you're asking open-ended questions. Ask questions that show interest. Ask questions that show that you care, that you genuinely care about about this person and that you really really want to know what they're up to and what they're doing. So your clients are people too. They have hobbies, interest, family, vacation. Ask them about their day, ask them what's new. Find out about them. Find out about them and tell them about yourself. Tell them about yourself. Don't be a business. Be a human. Remember, the goal of your meeting is to make connection, generate a relationship first. The way that you do this is by finding common ground and showing interest and having real life human to human conversations. Okay, so we've done that hard work. We've created that rapport. Now we're getting to the point where the client comes up and starts talking about business. Okay, great. Now it's okay. The client is talking about business. Now it's time. Let's let's chat a little bit about business. The goal of your meeting is to make a connection and you need to kind of let them let them drive the boat. And you know, I mean realistically, I understand that if it may you may find feel like it's just not getting there, you have the option, but there's an appropriate time for you to bring up the business. But in my experience, 90% of the time, you'll have this great conversation and the client will then switch it over into business, okay? When the talk changes to business, remember to let your client speak, okay? Ask them leading questions to better understand their needs, their challenges. Speak to how your product can potentially solve their problem or how you can help. But remember, the client should be doing like 80% of the talking, okay? In my experience, if you ask the right, your, your job, should be to ask the client probing questions to better understand their challenges or problem. And then you should just sit back and listen. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to ask a question and then just go silent and, and let the client think about it for a second and get back to you. Because if you ask a question, wait, but you're uncomfortable with the silence and then you start talking again, guys, it's just, it's bad form. It's bad form. You need to have the confidence to ask a question, sit back, and be silent. I got really good at business development when I learned to shut up. And I'm sorry if that's a little frank, but the reality is is that I recognized about two years into my career that I was talking way too much. And I needed to take a step back and be willing to wait in uncomfortable silence and there's power in uncomfortable silence. And you will learn that too. If you were if you were me when I was a new BD person and you feel like you were talking too much, understand that I was you. Don't feel bad about it. Just understand that if you ask a question, it should be like tennis. Hit a ball over the net, wait for them to return it. Don't keep chasing the ball all over the court and hit it from their side and hit it from your side. It's not, it's not gonna do you any favors. You're not gonna get the the desired result okay just remember if you ask a question wait for an answer and uh if your client is speaking let them talk let them talk 80 20 guys your your client should be talking like 80 percent of the time you about 20 percent of the time trust me that's the right ratio to uh 
to kind of allow them to get out everything that they need to get out. And if you're listening intently, you are going to find your opportunities to chat about your product in their, in their challenge. Okay. Remember guys, you, you always want to lead your client to the desired outcome. Okay. You always want to lead your client to the desired outcome. So we talked about our outcomes in the beginning of this. Um, we want to essentially have, whether it is we want them to go to a, a vendor list application or whether, you know, whether maybe the option is we need another meeting, you always want to look at the next steps. Okay. So we're going to talk about this a little bit. Always ask your client for the next steps. So at the end of your meeting, if you're not really sure what, what should happen next, a really great question to ask. And, and like, if there's one thing, if there's one thing that you guys take out of this, this particular episode, it is ask your client for the next steps at the end of every single meeting. I don't care if it is a lunch. I don't care if it is a team's meeting. I don't care what the meeting is. You should always know what is next. And the best way to do that is ask your client like, hey, we had a great meeting. I think we have a product that can help you. What's the next steps? Can we get on a vendor list? Should we potentially, can we bid anything coming on down the line? Do you have any RFPs, RFQs coming down the line? We might be able to bid. What are the next steps, Mr. Customer, in order to start start doing something with this relationship? And uh, just let them, let them answer you because if you ask, you will receive. You will not receive anything if you don't ask for it. So we talk about confidence quite a bit in this. Have the confidence to ask about next steps. Have the confidence to ask about the vendor list, to ask about upcoming RFQs, RFPs to ask what they think. Does it look like this might be a fit for them? And at least then you kind of know what's going on, you know what's next, and you can take this to the next thing. Always pay the bill for your client, okay? Um, Guys, it's not a negotiation. If you ask them out to a meeting, you're a business trying to sell something, it's part of of your marketing spend, okay? Um, Cover the cost of the bill for your client. They shouldn't have to pay for the meeting that you you ask them to. And uh, always remember to thank your client, okay? Your client took a lot of time to, uh, to come out to this meeting and meet with you. And they're very busy people, especially SCM people, if that's who you're dealing with. Always be respectful. Always be respectful. And no matter what you do, you want to be respectful to your client and uh, just thank them for their time. Let them know that you're really happy you got to meet them and you look forward to the next time. Let's talk about... Two other things that I think are very critical to talk about with regards to meetings, okay? Alcohol. Well, <laughs> we, well, alcohol can be great. It can be horrible. It really just depends on you. So let me just start this out by saying, should, should you have alcohol? I'm going to say that that is completely up to you and who you are as a person and your alcohol tolerance if you think that you can have a beer or two with your client and it not be a big deal and you not say something stupid, um, by all means, I'm not going to tell you not to have a beer with your client. I am going to tell you if you think that you might you might not handle your alcohol very well, um, that you should 150% avoid it because it's business. It's not... It's not it's not, <laughs> it's not party night with your friends, okay? It's business and... Um, you need to look at it that way. So if you think that you can handle your liquor fine and it's not going to be a problem for you to have two beers, great. Have two beers with your client. 
The other rule that goes with alcohol is you as the business development person or the person who asked the person to the meeting is are never the one to order alcohol first. If your client orders alcohol, that is what makes it okay. Okay. So if your client shows up and says, Hey, do you want to have a beer? You now have permission to have a beer if that's who you are and what you want to do. However, um, if you show up and you are the one drinking and your client gets there and they don't drink or you don't know the situation, you can make it incredibly awkward for them. And uh, it's just a no-go, guys. It's a no-go. You have to let your client order alcohol first and then obviously a reasonable amount. We never want to drink. We never want to drink too much. My my rule of thumb is two. Just have two beers max, max, guys, two beers max. And that's it. And only if your client asks for it and only if you can tolerate it. The other part is no-shows, okay? Um, I'm going to speak to no-shows. No-shows happen. They happen. They don't happen all the time. They, you know, I would say like maybe like, maybe like I would say 10% would even be too high still, you know, maybe 5% of the time you'll have a no-show. This can be incredibly frustrating, but we talked about this in other episodes, right? No-shows, you, you need to be respectful. You don't know the situation. You don't know why they didn't no-show. Never, ever, ever, and I mean never, tear your client apart um, for anything, period. As a business development person, as a person marketing for a company or selling a product, you never, under any circumstances, call your client out or yell at them or say, hey, where are you? Why aren't you here? Guys, you don't know. And for one, it doesn't really matter because the reality is you still probably need to meet with this person. And so by being respectful, and saying, hey, sorry, I'm not sure if like our scheduling, we got conflicted or you missed the meeting. It's not a big deal. Um, would love to reschedule it with you. Just let me know what time that works. Just always be respectful about no-shows because you don't know the situation. You don't know what that person's dealing with. You just don't know. And I get it. Your time is valuable too. I'm not saying your time is not valuable. What I'm saying is, is that as a business development person, we have to allocate that sometimes this is going to happen. And the general rule of thumb for all business development is that we are respectful and kind. Respectful and kind gets you what you want. It gets you more meetings. It gets you opportunities. If you call your clients out, it's only going to hurt you. It's only going to make challenges for you in the future, okay? I've never had a circumstance where calling a client out made any sense or would have had any benefit, okay? So... Any experience I've had like that, if 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 the client got called out, it was bad. It went very bad. It went bad for everyone involved, the company, myself, the client. And what's the point? That's just that's not what we're here for. We're here to generate relationships. As business development people, our job is to generate relationships. We do that by being kind, by being respectful, and by being understanding. So never call them out. And just if that happens, if you get a no-show, uh, give them the benefit of the doubt shoot them an email just saying, Hey, like, sorry, I, I thought we were supposed to meet today. Maybe you missed it. Or maybe I uh, got forgotten. Not a big deal. Would love to reschedule with you. Let me know what works. That's always going to be the best path forward in that case for you. Okay. And the final thing, the final thing, you've had this excellent meeting. Now you've asked them, you've asked them for an RFP, RFQ, you've asked them for next steps. It went really well. You think it went awesome. The client thought it went awesome. Excellent guys. That's, that's the whole point. It's what we, it's what we do this for. What is the next and final thing that you should do? When the meeting is over, always send a thank you email. Always, always, guys. It's just a great practice. When you've had a meeting with somebody, 
always shoot them a thank you email. If there were next steps discussed, just say, hey, I can't wait. Uh, I can't wait to get the RFQ or I can't wait to chat about the vendor list or I can't wait until our next meeting. It was an absolute pleasure meeting with you today and I can't wait to do it again. And that's it. That's it, guys. That's it. If you've done that, you guys, I can almost guarantee you, you have had an incredibly successful meeting. And if you rinse and repeat this process over and over and over again, make it a part of your ritual, make it a part of uh, of your consistent strategy with regards to meetings, you are going to find success in it over and over and over again. And heck, you know what? You guys might even find some friends at the other end. It's been an absolute pleasure hosting this episode for you today. This has been episode 15. Just want to say a shout out to all of you who are listening. Uh, just want to say thank you so much. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. We uh, we just hit over fourteen hundred downloads. Uh, my podcast has been uh, out for just about two months. We're coming up on our two month mark here on uh, on April sixth. And uh, if you are listening to this, if you are enjoying the business development podcast, I just want to say thank you so much. And um, Something that you could do to help me is uh, if you could go over to your your Spotify, your Apple Podcasts, uh, leave us a rating, leave us a review. It would be it would be <laughs> immeasurably appreciated. Uh, it helps us to grow our podcast. It helps us to reach new listeners and just expand across the pod space. And uh, I really appreciate all the support that you guys have provided so far. I also just want to say that uh, if if you have any questions, if uh, if let's say you're operating a company and you have some business development questions that might be specific to your company or specific to your challenge, feel free to shoot me any questions to podcast at capitalbd.ca. That's podcast at capitalbd.ca. And as soon as I have some time, I would love to answer them for you. And uh, heck, I might even talk about them on the show itself. All right. Once again, this has been Kelly Kennedy. You've been listening to the Business Development Podcast. This has been Episode 15, Anatomy of a Meeting. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I'll catch you on the flip side. This has been the Business Development Podcast with Kelly Kennedy. Kelly has 15 years in sales and business development experience within the Alberta oil and gas industry and founded his own business development firm in 2020. His passion and his specialization is in customer relationship generation and business development. The show is brought to you by Capital Business Development, your business development specialists. For more, we invite you to the website at www.capitalbd.ca. See you next time on the Business Development Podcast. Business Rockstars, we at the Business Development Podcast humbly invite you to be part of our journey. Despite our global reach spanning over 130 countries and our status as an award-winning show, we remain committed to delivering valuable insights and engaging content to our audience of decision makers. With two episodes released every single week and a back catalog of over 100 episodes, we strive to provide our listeners with the latest strategies and trends in business development and business growth. Why consider sponsoring us? Our listeners trust us to deliver authentic, informative content, making it an ideal platform for you to showcase your brand in a genuine and meaningful way. Choose from flexible sponsorship packages tailored to fit your advertising needs. With a back catalog of over 100 episodes and an average of 8 new episodes released every single month, there are plenty of opportunities for you to connect with our audience. If you believe that your brand aligns with our humble mission, 
reach out to us at podcast at capital bd.ca. Let's start a conversation and explore how we can collaborate to elevate your brand together. Thank you for considering us. Send us an email at podcast at capital bd.ca and let's partner for the future.